Well, this is What Fresh Insight, a show that looks at the big questions from new, unexpected angles. Who are we? What is really going on? And how do we bring good into this mundane, sublime, spiritual, and sometimes silly world of ours? I'm Sarah Bariza, a writer and musician. Right now on What Fresh Insight, we are in the midst of a whole series of episodes about being fully yourself. Most of the content here is coming from my book, Professional Christian, Being Fully Yourself in the Spotlight of Public Ministry. And while these episodes aren't focused necessarily on uh, being a professional Christian, um, they are mostly focused on being yourself uh, in a professional setting. That said, in this particular episode, I want to think about just what it means to be fully yourself and what do you need at the very baseline to be fully yourself. And this is whether or not you are in any professional setting whatsoever. What do you actually need to be fully yourself in your life? And um, we could talk about like the the hierarchy of needs. And I think that being fully yourself kind of is towards the top, if not the very top, this uh, self-actualization that comes at the end. So yeah, you need all those other things first. You need food and shelter and safety and all those things. But just because you have all those other things doesn't mean that you automatically are able to, you know, be self-actualized, be able to be fully yourself. And I realize self-actualized and being fully yourself are not exactly one and the same, but they kind of, in in thinking about a hierarchy of needs, they kind of are very similar to each other and have a lot of overlap. So how do you be fully yourself? What do you need to be fully yourself if you already have like all those, you know, those really important things like food and water? Well, I think that there are three things that you need in your foundation to your life. They are a desire to be fully yourself, and particularly a desire to grow into yourself. Two, close relationships where you can be fully yourself and where people are open and accepting and willing and happy to help you grow into yourself. And two, uh, environments where you can be fully yourself. Uh, Relationships in those environments that are not necessarily your close relationships, but relationships in those environments that are encouraging you to grow and not stifling you. So let's, uh, let's start with the first one. Pursuit of growth, a desire to be fully yourself, a desire to grow as a person. One of the recurring themes um, on this show is that we change over our lives. And these insights that I'm interested in are part of what help us change and grow in ways that are wonderful and sometimes extraordinary and sometimes ordinary, but ways that are, are good and meaningful and true and help us be more and more who we are. Now, I think that If you are in a place where you don't want to change and where you don't want to grow, how can you be fully yourself? And you might argue, well, you know, that's another way of being fully yourself. And I suppose that's probably true. But I think that if you are interested in really thinking about what it means to be fully yourself and and plumbing the depths of your own soul in order to have more love in the world, because I I think that these things are related to be more yourself is to be able to love other people more, to love yourself more, to love God more. All these things are, are interconnected. Well, if you're not interested in growing and you're not interested in changing and you're not interested in like learning more, well, how can you be more fully yourself? I think that this is absolutely necessary, that you would want to grow. Second, these close relationships. So if uh, the pursuit of growth and wanting to be more fully yourself, if that's the internal, the the close relationships and our environments are on the external side of things. But the external is really, really important. Our close relationships in particular are incredibly shaping as to who we are. The people around us 
are the, the ones who are closest to us are the ones encouraging us to be more fully ourselves. They're the ones who are helping us even see who we really are. And I, sometimes in the most um, surprising and small ways, I'm thinking of how recently I have been baking a lot. And maybe six months ago, I was chatting with a friend about, hmm, I'm not really sure where I'm going to be heading in life. And hey, what do you think? You know, this person has known me for I don't know, almost 20 years. Uh, yeah. Wow. 20 years at this point. My goodness. And he said, you know, Sarah, I, I see that you're not baking a lot. And I feel like that's part of you that is missing. And I thought, what? What are you talking about? I've got little kids. I'm in a pandemic. Why would I be baking? Guys, as I am uh, coming through a rather a really difficult season in my life, and I'm coming out on the other side, guess what I'm doing again? I'm baking a lot. And on one hand, that seems so mundane. This is like, I mean, who cares whether I'm, you know, making the pumpkin bread or not. But on the other hand, this is someone who I'm really close to who could see me and could see something very true about who I am and point it out to me. We all need people in our lives who do that for us, who see when we are being more ourselves and who can also say like, hey, I noticed that this thing that seems really important to you that used to be important, that seems like an expression of who you are, I notice that this isn't happening. We need people in our lives who can do that. And related to these close relationships, we need people in, our, in these close relationships who allow us to change and who encourage us to change, you know, change in good ways, but who expect that change in our lives. Um, sometimes we end up in close relationships where people are like, but you're different than you were five years ago, but who are you? And, you know, that could be because we're changing in a negative way, but it can also just mean that um, we're in close relationships with people who are not... Um, are not really understanding what it means to be more and more fully yourself and the growth that is implied there. Now, it doesn't mean that we can't be in relationship with those types of folks. Many of us have, you know, parents, family members, children, what you know, whatever it is uh, that we're in relationship with and those relationships are close and that's fine. And I think that we need these close relationships with people who nurture our growth, who want us to be more fully ourselves and who love us for who we really are. I mean, how amazing, y'all, is it to be in relationship with people who see us and love us for who we are, not who we, they wish that we were? And of course, we've probably all been in friendships where people loved us for who they wished that we were, or who they hoped that, they that we would change to be. But no, we need close relationships with people who love us for who we really are. Now, finally, we need to be in environments that encourage us to be fully ourselves. Now, when I think about things in a professional setting, um, I'm particularly thinking of being in a work environment where you are encouraged to live into your values and are able to express the things that are close to your heart, that you're able to use the skill sets um, and your aptitudes to the best of your abilities, um, not in the sense of the work being your identity, but in the sense of like, I mean, you're spending 40 hours plus doing this thing. It should be in align alignment with who you are as a person and not contrary to who you are, and not especially stifling to who you are. Now, I also think that it's not just our work environment that needs to be a place where we can be more fully ourselves and where, where we are around people who encourage us to be more fully ourselves, who see us as we are. I think that uh, many environments need to be like that, especially ones where we spend a lot of time. That could be places where you volunteer. It could be a religious organization that you're part of. It could be the PTA group. It could be the, the friend group that you have that is like more casual friendships and not as close friendships. Whatever those are, you know, maybe it's your book group. 
people that you only see once a month, but those people see a certain part of you that is true about who you are and nurture just that one part of you. Like if you're in a book group that is, a, you know, uh, encouraging you in one particular area of who you are, it's not that, you know, these folks are your best friends and it's not that these folks know everything about you, but they see one thing about you that is true and encourage that and nurture that and water that one thing about you. How wonderful is that? We need our whole lives to be full of those types of areas. And side note, this is one reason why the pandemic has been so hard. I mean, of all the many reasons that it has been so hard, this is one of them. We, in many ways, have lost these smaller environments that nurture little parts of ourselves, you know, quote unquote, little parts of ourselves, these little um, ones, kind of one dimensional areas, but that together add up to so much more. Uh, these little focus things, these niche areas of our lives that are important and true about who we are and connecting with the people um, who are really into that niche thing, whatever it is. We have in many ways lost that in the pandemic and that is really hard and um, damaging to who we are because, you know, even our closest friendships, you know, they're not going to connect with you on every single area um, and probably shouldn't connect with you on every single area because we aren't clones of each other. So, Pursuit of growth, wanting to be fully yourself, being in close relationships that nurture who you are and and people being with people who love you for who you fully are and who you truly are. And then finally, being in environments that are a little bit more further afield, not, not quite as close, being in those environments where you are fully nurtured to be who you are, especially in ones where you spend a lot of your time, such as in your job or in your church or in your synagogue or wherever you spend a lot of your time. Those places in particular need to be places where you can be fully yourself. I hope that those are in your life. And if they're not, I hope that this encourages you to start seeking out those kinds of relationships, seeking out those kinds of environments where you can be more fully yourself. Next up, our read of the week. Y'all, we haven't had a kid's book lately on What Fresh Insight. So this week's read of the week is My Spring Robin by Anne Rockwell. It is a picture book where a little girl is remembering last year's robin and waiting for the robin to come. And so she explores her garden and she sees the magnolias and the crocuses and the daffodils and the worms. And then finally, her spring robin comes back. Yay, my spring robin. It's lovely. It's charming. And, um... I have two kids and I have to say I'm currently at like, a, what would that be? 50%. Uh, one loved it. One did not love it. So, you know, mileage may vary. Um, but the one who loved it, loved it a lot. And I think it is just lovely. It's a very sweet book and very charming, simple illustrations. My Spring Robin by Anne Rockwell. Last but not least, a delight. I mentioned that I had been baking more and um, this weekend I made chocolate chip cookies using a recipe that I have been using since 2001. Oh my goodness. I looked it up because it was on an America's Test Kitchen episode. And uh, yeah, that aired in 2001. And I'm sure I saw it right around the time that it aired. So if you just Google America's Test Kitchen chocolate chip cookies, you'll be able to find the recipe. It's on their website behind a paywall, but it's also all over the internet. And um, I'll also put a link in the show notes on my website. So if you um, go to the website, you'll be able to click through Thank you for listening to What Fresh Insight. If you want to get my newsletter, it's at sarah-bariza.com, B-E-R-E-Z-A. And I'll be back next week with another episode. Bye.